This morning's frenzy is brought to you by Marine General, Chalstrom's Archery and Bait and Tackle, Northwest Outlet, RJ Sport and Cycle, and the Fisherman's Corner. Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Oh, that's for sure. Yes. Okay, hey, we're back in the frenzy, and good morning, and thank you all for listening in this morning. Uh, I'm going to start normally, boom, we start with Russ Francisco, but <clears throat> age before, no, beauty before age. Tom Wasbotton, good morning. Good morning. Now, this is an interesting thing, because I met your cousin, was it, that fixed my trolling motor? Yes, that's right, yeah. And we used to have a picture of your dad on the wall here. I think it was your dad, right? Yes, it was my father. He was right. an engineer for KDAL radio, maybe TV, when I first started here. Yep, way back, a long ways. Yep, the transmitter out in, what, 62nd West by Indian Point Campground. That's right. <laughs> what a boring job that was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was out there by himself most of the time, except Ooh. when I uh, tagged along. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not a pretty thing to watch. Sometimes radio is better... <clears throat> just listening to it than working it. But anyway, we're not here to talk about radio or TV. We're here to talk about a good party up at United Northern Sportsman. Tell us what you got going up there, Tom. Well, we've got our annual ice fishing contest. It's actually our 69th annual. We've been doing this since 1954. It's scheduled for Sunday, January 29th from 1230 to 330 in the afternoon. And uh, we're hoping for uh, decent weather and a large crowd. Uh, sometimes we get a large crowd. Sometimes we get decent weather. Let's hope for both. But uh, problems up there don't drive on Island Lake, right? Well, uh, yeah, the last few years we have not allowed uh, our uh, people to go out there. Uh, this year we did dr- uh, drill some holes uh, a few days ago, and we got about... 13 to 15 inches of ice and mm. fortunately not a lot of slush uh, and it seems like it's windswept in that area so there's really not a lot of snow cover so we're hopeful we're going to get some more ice uh, by the time of the contest but with that said uh, we still likely we'll make a decision uh, you know the day of or the day before the contest as to what we'll allow out there but likely it'll be wheelers uh, snowmobiles and people wanting to walk, and yeah. no, not any uh, street vehicles. You've got an interesting variety of. Uh, I, I think I know where you're going to drill your holes, but that's you got shallows, you got deeps, you got shallows, so it's it's a good area to fish. Oh yes, yeah. Actually, there's a, quite a. You're right. Quite a variety of depths. Right out there is probably the deepest hole in the lake, uh, and I believe it's about 90 feet. So mm. you know, it, yeah, it's all over the map. <laughs> Well, I can't think of anything deeper than 90 in that lake. Maybe, nope, maybe nope. down west by the dam, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, looking at, at uh, you know, depth charts of the lake, uh, that seems to be about the deepest spot. Okay, I'll go with that then. Uh, what kind of fish are you trying to catch for the tournament? Well, it's open to anything that's legal at that time of the year. Uh, usually... Uh, we get walleyes, some northerns, uh, crappies, some smallmouth occasionally, uh, and some rough fish. Okay. Uh, what does it cost to enter? It's uh, a $5 fee. Oh, that's easy. Yep, $5 gets you in, and 
Uh, but there will be, you know, a lot of other chances to win prizes by buying uh, we, what we call our dollar chance tickets. You buy one of those and you get a chance at some big uh, ice fishing gear that we award at the end. Yeah. I think I won some gear up there years ago. But the fun thing about it is it's just fun. Oh, yeah. It's it's a great time. It's uh, We're family-oriented to begin with, and it's a real family-oriented event. We get lots of mothers that show up with three, four kids and just walk <laughs> on the ice and and just have a great time. So it's a it's a wonderful uh, afternoon, and we have a, a B&B market out of Cloquet comes with a concession stand. They got great brats, so we've got uh, you know a chance for people to get uh, you know food and drink if they want it. Uh, it it's it's a nice afternoon. Yeah, we got a couple of weeks uh, <clears throat> or a while to plan for it, but it's going to be fun, and uh, that's what it's all about. So, again, the date? Uh, the date is Sunday, January 29th. Two weeks. Two weeks away, and uh, we're getting ready. We're hoping for a big crowd, nice weather, and hope you can come out, folks. All righty. Thanks a lot, Tom Wasbotton. Appreciate it. Nice talking with you. Nice talking with you. Yeah. I know. Interesting. Uh, that's one of the the major winter tournaments. There are others. UMD used to have one fundraiser on Pike Lake. I don't know if they have that anymore. One year it was so cold, so windy, like wind chill of minus gazillion. Wow. And uh, whoever bought a ticket, then they threw their names into a, <laughs> a drawing. And I won. Oh, well, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right, got to take a break. Then we'll talk to Russ. Sing along. <laughs> Remember the FBI investigated that song to see what they were yeah. really talking about. Who knows? The I lyrics know. are pretty much unintelligible. So, Oh, funny you would say that. Make up whatever you wanted to say. Wait till you hear Russ Francisco. Oh, no. Good morning, Russ. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> you, sound, you sound like the lead singer for that song that we just had. Maybe. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. You're not the only one to have this. Uh, you go outside and shovel a little <clears throat> bit, and pretty soon you're attacked by bugs. It's uh, it's been a bugger, but um, I've had it for about two days, and and uh, I actually felt better, and then I lost my voice. Ah, you feel better, and you lose your voice. Well, Dave's got some drugs over here that'll make it feel real good. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> uh, we're in the ice fishing season. It's not the best ice for people, but guys are still going out. Gals, they're finding places to go. And so if you search it out a little bit, you can find places to go. But uh, you got to be a little bit careful because this warm-up uh, puts us in a position where maybe there's some soft spots where cricks are and things like that. So you got to be careful. Yeah, and uh, I would really not drive anything over a, a Polaris 500 out on the lakes right now. Yeah, and you got to be careful when you're even doing that because there's so much slush and stuff. So you got to be careful. I heard about a guy with a wheeler on uh, Fish Lake. It took him three hours to get, get off. Yeah, it's... But there's places you can go that that are very good on fish lakes. So you just mm-hmm. got to uh, you just got to pay attention, find out where other people are going, watch where the trails are, and uh, and go. Some of us uh, like down by Illinois and stuff. Mm-hmm. We were real busy shipping stuff down there, and they found they launched boats yesterday, so they, they lost their ice completely. Um, so we've still got a chance at it here. So uh, we're still going, but it, but it is slow around the country. Uh, if you watch all the ads for manufacturers and stuff, 
the sales are not where they want them to be. So mm-hmm. they're starting to dump inventory to the dealers, and deals are real good right now. So. Oh, I like to hear that. Um, speaking of dumping, I heard that uh, was it. St. Paul has canceled uh, no more. Uh, will they have their ice fishing show? <clears throat> No, the ice fishing show's on. It's it's uh, Seneco covered the boat show. Oh. It's the one that would be on this week, and they canceled it. Okay. Minneapolis is still on, but but uh, Seneco covered the uh, canceled the show. It's been oh. tough for them the last few years, and it just uh, they decided to call it a day. But the ice show's still in good tag, good oh. shape. Okay, good, good to hear. Uh, some good deals, and we'll let you get to, to bed rest here. Okay, so <clears throat> Strike Masters moving augers through. So right now you can buy uh, the twenty four volt. Uh, Eight-inch auger, uh, get a hundred dollars off. So it's normally four fifty. Buy it for three fifty, and then they called last night and said, offer an extra set of blades. They're in the mail. You'll see them tomorrow. So hey. now you get an extra set of an extra set of blades on top of that. So let's say an extra forty bucks. Crazy. Uh, 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 otter has uh, otter lodges. The flip over tents. They're normally twelve hundred bucks. Buy them for nine hundred fifty dollars. Nice. Uh, all the floating suits. The boots, hats, gloves, and mitts in the store, we've made them all 30% off. Manufacturers are, are blowing the stuff through. And then we've got all the uh, all the uh, Carhartt stuff and that we have on. Uh, uh, we have racks and racks of Carhartt stuff that's all 30% off. So here we go. Very good. All right. Take care of that voice. Yeah, you might take care. Thank you. we got to take a little break. We'll be back with more on The Frenzy. Well, we go from Russ Francisco's, uh, what do we call it, Flip the Frog? To somebody who's got a nice, sweet voice, Pat Kukul from Superior Shooter Supply. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yes, Russ is not alone in this, you know, gosh, thing is rampant. But what are you going to do? Well, uh, everybody healthy at your shop? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not deadly, but yeah, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of, now it's like flu and general colds, yeah. you know, which instead of the dreaded C word. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's it's winter and people are in closed quarters and people get sick. Yep. Did you have COVID? Yeah. Did you ever get it? No. Why did you, why did you, I should have, don't even ask me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You gotta jinx me. <laughs> well, I had a fever one day of like 103.90. Oh, really? And my wife, who's an RN, said, I don't think I've ever seen one that high. I think you're sick. Oh, I think you're sick. <laughs> yeah. I did, we tested with that little thing, and yeah, I had it. But I didn't yeah. didn't feel bad other than the fever. Oh, and that's great. That's, you know, that's really good because we don't want anybody sick. We yeah. just don't need that. No, we <clears throat> sick, do we? Just get the shots and leave it alone. Leave it alone. Yeah, we don't even talk about it. But anyhow. Yeah. It's snowing out. <laughs> And, uh, of course it is. Yeah. I had uh, the Gitchie Gumi chapter, the guys from Gitchie Gumi. They, every year, they, uh, like the other clubs, they have a learn to hunt, youth learn to hunt. And it is marvelous to see that many people get together. Uh, it's available. The hunt is going to be April 2nd. The deadline for entry, and I have the entry forms here, is March 12th. And uh, 10 to 17 on a new hunter, and they take them out to the resort, and they you know have the safety thing. They don't if they don't have anything, they, it'll be provided for them. They don't need words, to bring a, a a shooter thing. We'll find a gun for them. We'll That's what I meant. Everything. Yeah, a gun. Yeah, yeah, we'll find that for them. You know, it's it's just a wonderful thing. They've been doing it for years. So if there's a young hunter out there in Wisconsin from 10 to 17 years old that wants to 
tried turkey hunting and never has, mm. uh, we have the uh, information here for them. And I know it's the end of January, but speaking of, we're, we're switching things over now from, you know, big game to turkey. Uh, thinking a little more about shooting, we got a we got a nice big selection of AA trap loads in. And like everything else, the price is higher than we need it to be, but, oh, yeah. you know, or want it to be, I should say. And But that's that's the way it is right now, I guess, and we'll just have to grin and bear it. I was out on the East Coast to a show on last week, and there wasn't. It was this wholesale show. And, uh, you know, I think people are constant. There's not a lot of new things. They're concentrating on getting back to uh, normal, you know. Uh, <laughs> so if you're, I don't think you're going to see a ton of new products. We just want to see the old ones. <laughs> right, yeah, that's stuff we're <laughs> yeah. used to. The stuff that we're used to, indeed. So that's, uh, you know, so we've got that going on. We're talking about a reloading. Uh, we have a lot of powder in. We don't we don't have the primers we like, but we're hoping. And uh, I think you're going to see that probably continue on with the primer situation. But I hate to say it, nor am I, uh, you know, I just hate saying stuff like mm, that. I see <laughs> a problem there. We've got lots of powder and we got lots of well, shot, but how do we get it to go? <laughs> well, that's a few primers around. We'll see what happens. Um, so we haven't set a date for that yet, but we're kind of tossing that around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and great. What else? It is great. And, well, again, you're going to see a lot of nice rebates from the manufacturers. Uh, Smith & Wesson's got one. They're extending it all the way through April on almost every 300 models, anywhere from 50 to to $100 off. There's too many models to mention right here, but if you are interested and then if you've got something to trade in and you get this rebate, you know, it's it's a nice time. Mm. So and you're, you're going to see more of that. Uh, some of the handgun manufacturers, actually, to be honest with you, they overproduced a little bit. Ah. So I think you'll see a lot of that. Well, they're not quite giving them away, but the prices drop is a good time. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good time to buy. Good. All right, what are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? We are open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and 9 to 5 on Saturday, and we're here to help. Uh, you are. Thank you very much. You Appreciate bet. it. Bye-bye. Bye. A little bit of snow in the air. It, it's like, Dave, it, it can't not snow. There you go. Well, it's going to get better. Partly sunny by this afternoon, they're saying. Yeah, and then cold. Then mostly cloudy and cold, and yeah. then tomorrow partly sunny, but clouding up again and Next week is going to be hot. Maybe some snow. Maybe I heard some a rain rumor, on Sunday. Yeah. I heard a rumor that later next week yeah. we might have a little apocalypse. <laughs> okay. That's what we need. Yeah. We uh, haven't had one for, what, a week? Yeah, right. All right. We've got to take a break. 9.31 at KDAL. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this is from the pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. The Federal Environmental Protection Agency on December 30th finalized a new waters rule that's been in a constant state of flux since a couple of Supreme Court rulings about 20 years ago. I'll share more details about the new rule when we return. President Joe Biden's administration late last year finalized regulations that protect hundreds of thousands of small streams, wetlands, and other waterways, thus repealing a Trump-era rule that federal courts had thrown out and that conservationists said had left waterways vulnerable to pollution. The rule defines which waters of the United States are protected by the Clean Water Act. For decades, the term has been a flashpoint between environmental groups that want to broaden limits on pollution entering the nation's waters and farmers, builders, and industry groups who object to extending regulations. 
The EPA and the Department of the Army say the reworked rule is based on definitions that were in place prior to 2015. The federal officials say they wrote a durable definition of waterways to reduce uncertainty. But there's been a lot of uncertainty over this rule. After the Obama administration sought to expand federal protections, the Trump administration rolled them back. A federal judge rejected that effort, and a separate case is currently being considered by the Supreme Court that could yet upend the finalized rule. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. The Beatles, KDAL Duluth Superior on the Frenzy. I'm Rick Jordan. He's Dave Stranberry over there handling all the uh, oh, yeah. important stuff. All I do is call guys like Johnny Charlstrom. Good morning. Good morning. Been fishing at all, young John? Not yet, but uh, just getting the last of the gear put together. I'm getting picked up at 1130 and heading up for... This weekend's trout opener. Aha! I've got a buddy just down the hall here that caught a big old lake trout. Yeah. Yeah, he must have been up there for the, the boundary water opener. This boundary water opens uh, yeah, I can't, the week before the, the regular season. I can't and probably won't tell you what lake it was, but they had camped and yeah. he, he dug a deep, 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 deep hole. Well, all right. Well, let me put it this way. He dug the hole. And then it was quite a ways down to the bottom. That's what I meant. I get you. Um, would you use a smelt in fishing in that? I would use a smelt if I was fishing for the lake trout. Um, this weekend, I think I'm going to be mainly fishing rainbows and uh, and brookies. But we'll we'll see. We might end up on a Lake Trout Lake, too. Okay. You haven't decided which lake yet? Nope. Uh, we're we're going to... I'm going up for three days, and we're planning on fishing three lakes, and we'll have to good. spin the wheel and see which lake we go to. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, what have you heard about fishing up in your way on the reservoirs? Um, sounds like it's been fairly active with the northerns. Walleyes are starting to kind of slow down and, and shut off. Ah. Doesn't surprise me because a lot of times when there is a lot of snow on the ice and there's not much light getting through, mm-hmm. it's hard to keep them walleyes awake sometimes. Hey, there's three feet of snow up there. They probably don't yeah. have a lot of light coming down. Nope. You can't find the bait. Yeah. How about something uh, noisy down there? That might work. There's a whole different line of rattling jigs. Yeah. And, uh, and and also, if a guy wants to go and fish, do some of that harbor fishing, there's not that much snow on the ice down there. I think the, the crappies and the walleyes are a little more active. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know where, right, I, I, know where I would go down there. I remember one time fishing... Oh, years ago, uh, just past the uh, the last high bridge, right? Yep, right up there. Okay, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. How about snowmobiling? I know uh, you're not a snowmobile. Well, maybe you are. Have you been out? I I was out on on Tuesday. 
we went for a ride with the, the guys, and we, we took our snowmobiles from the neighborhood here up to uh, Canyon and, and, and back, and we made a made a full day trip out of it and put about 80 miles on the sled, and that was a, that was a good first ride of the year. Wow. I like still feeling it. Wow, I was thinking, yeah, my back hurts just hearing about it. Uh, how were the trails? Uh, the local trails were fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, the, the, the reservoir riders, they had a, around the Fish Lake area, it was freshly groomed and beautiful. And then once we got uh, more over by uh, Canyon, mm-hmm. things were a little bit more moldy out there. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I know they are working on it. I've heard them, heard the equipment going by. I'm near the trails, so they've been working on them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really give credit to all of these clubs that are keeping these trails going. Because after those storms, yeah. they did they had to do a lot of cleanup. There was oh. so many trees and and brush in the way that uh, yeah, I hats yeah. off to the reservoir yeah. riders and all the other groups that are keeping our trails going because if it wasn't for them we wouldn't have trails and we'd be riding on lakes johnny appreciate it uh, your hours for archery and bait shop bait shop opens every morning at six closes at eight seven on sundays archery opens every morning at nine closes at uh closes on seven on sundays yeah. yep. okay good well keep a tight line have fun you're gonna be back for the frenzy next week Oh yeah, yeah. We're going up this weekend, and uh, we'll be we'll be be back to work by Tuesday. Go get them! Thanks, Johnny. All right, Johnny Charlstrom on Wrights Lake Road. All right, break time. We'll be right back. Time now for a natural resources minute, brought to you by the Minnesota DNR. Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Stearns from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. Imagine doing a low impact outdoor activity that increases balance and stamina and helps you feel good. I'm talking about snowshoeing, an ideal winter sport for those who want to do a cardio workout without the stress to knees or ankles that's caused by heavy impact sports like skiing. Shake off the early winter blues and rent a pair of snowshoes for $6 per day at Minnesota State Parks. No matter your fitness level, you'll return home energized and with an elevated mood. Check the park website to see if snowshoes are available to rent or bring your own. For more information, visit mndnr.gov. This has been a Natural Resources Minute from the Minnesota DNR. I know a place. It's Northwest Outlet in (laughs) Superior. (laughs) Dave Miller, good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. And good morning, all you girls out there in those great-looking snow pants that Whoa. We have it Northwest Outlet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Phew, you had me nervous there a little bit, you, you old rascal, you. Yeah, well, what happens behind the scenes stays behind the scenes, right? <laughs> Snow pants. You know, we haven't yeah. called them that for a long time, have we? Uh, you know, it, you're right. I guess there's ski pants, there's mm-hmm. snow pants, but I, I got to tell you, we we see lots of people coming in, girls, boys, whatever, looking for snow pants. and. And and you know we we got a great selection of them, so it's just what size fits and get them ready to go outside and have fun. I've got a a pair of uh, I think they're they're a camo, but they've got a nice insulation in them, 
And I wear them all the time. Snowmobiling, no, I'm sorry, snow shoveling and, and stuff like that. It's like I keep them right there ready to go for a moment's quick notice. And I've worn you, them too much, way too much. You got it. Yeah, you know, there's over the years I've kind of accumulated some, and there's a bag that's always in the car or the truck ready to go. Yeah. And, and then there's the working ones that are down in the basement. And then if it's really heavy duty, there's the Carhartt ones that are ready to go. And, yep. y- you know, <clears throat> yep. it, it all comes down to being comfortable outside no matter what time of the year it is and what kind of stuff you're doing. Leroy Jethro Gibbs would call that a go bag. <laughs> a go bag. And yep. there's probably a rule in there, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So uh, what are people buying new this year? Is there something that they they really are going for? Oh, you know, um, well, first of all, the clothing. It's With the winter that we've been having so far, all of the, like the Columbia, the North Face, the Carhartt, the, and then, then it's like we always stock this huge chunk of, of choppers and winter gloves and hats and boots and stuff, but then snowshoes have been really going. Um, ice fishing gear kind of got started late for us with yeah. stuff coming in, but it's already on on special sale prices on stuff. There's, man, there's a couple of deals on augers that I just can't believe out there. And and uh, But yeah, snowshoes, um, people going camping, and you know, I, I hadn't put two and two together with that Boundary Waters uh, early season yeah. open enough, but that's probably why some of the people have been in getting some of those specialty things just to get their gear ready to go. Do people like the aluminum, or are they buying the traditional wood and leather um, snowshoes? You know, I would say that we probably sell one pair of traditionals mm. to 10 or 15 pair of aluminum. Okay. So, and, and the traditionals, I'm going to guess that about half of them are going on the mantle oh, over the fireplace. Yeah. You know, yeah. as they, they are they're beautiful looking, yeah. and they work, but but I, I got to tell you, after using both, there's nothing like the aluminum ones for getting out and cruising around. Yeah, the people out by Secret Lake, uh, they've got a real nice trail they made through everybody's property, actually. Uh, they're using aluminum, and they can really scoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the control that you have, the yeah. support, the weight, you know, and the it's just, I mean, it's it's so easy. And, you know, I, I hear them uh, talking about the state parks in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. A lot of them rent snowshoes for six bucks a day, I think they said. And it's like, you know, folks, if you want to get out and give it a try, there's a great opportunity right there. Jay Cook does that? Um, you know, I, I haven't been out there for a while, but they always have, yeah. Mm, they got some good but, trails. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm sure up at uh, uh, Gooseberry they probably do. Yep. You know, those, those yep. that have the visitor centers, I probably at Tedegooch too, I suppose. Um, speaking of visiting, what are your hours at Northwest Outlet? We're open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturdays 9 until 5.30. Sundays we're out with the families having fun. <laughs> uh, folks, whatever you need for the outdoors to stay warm, to have fun, Come check us out at Northwest Outlet. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Milty. Well, we've been trying to get a hold of Jay at Superior Guns and Ammo. We're going to take a break. I'll try and call him again. So hang on. The Minnesota Connection is brought to you by Minnesota News Network. The first written account of a dog sled race appeared in 1850. According to Minopedia, that detailed a race from Winnipeg to St. Paul. More than 140 years later, a fictionalized account of a metal-testing endurance race between the two cities hit the silver screen. Iron Will debuted to audiences this week in 1993. 
With scenes filmed appropriately through the Iron Range, the movie details a boy's quest to win the race and save his South Dakota farm. The story draws inspiration from the real life of Albert Campbell, a native of La Paz, Manitoba, who made the actual 522-mile run in 1917 during the St. Paul Winter Carnival. Winning in 17 gave Campbell what many recognize as back-to-back -back national dog sled titles. And that's Minnesota's connection to dogs on the run. I'm Bill Wise, Minnesota News Network. Stranger on the shore. Oh, yeah. Casting minnows out. <laughs> Where's feet. that stranger on the shore? I, I don't know, but he must be from Florida. There's three feet of ice out there. Mr. Ackerbilk. Ackerbilk? Yeah. Wow. Good Mr. one. Mr. Ackerbilk. That's what it actually says on the record. I, I, I have no I've idea I've played why. that a thousand yeah. times. Mm -hmm. Good song. Uh, kind of old there, especially yeah, for a guy so. like Matt King. <laughs> hey, Matt, I saw you on TV the other night. You look wonderful. Yeah, Dave Anderson was doing a little bit on uh, ice safety and whatnot. And, uh, you know, so we uh, did a little bit there. And, uh, yeah, it turned out good. Dave Anderson, uh, I remember him when I first started at, uh, <clears throat> well, Channel 3 then down on Superior Street. <clears throat> Dave was emptying trash cans. <laughs> but he's been doing it all. He's, been, he's done everything. Uh, I really admire him. Uh, he's kind of a laid-back, oofta kind of guy. Yep, yep, yep. Very good. I'm glad that uh, he's a good weatherman, too. And I That's think he cool. is in the Coast Guard Reserve. He is, yep, the Coast Guard Auxiliary, yep. He uh, he brings me all my Coast Guard pamphlets for everyone for mm. you know for boater safety and whatnot. Uh, so people can take a look at that and uh, you know get a little uh, safety there on what they should do before they head out on the water. There you go, good guy. All yeah. right, um, fishing. Let's talk fishing at first here. It's kind of hit and miss. We got not the best conditions, but hey, fish are still down there somewhere. Right, and the, the temps have been good, so mm -hmm. we've been selling a ton of bait and a ton of lures. Uh, guys have been getting out. Um, you know, I heard, uh, you know, Caribou Lake's been decent for crappies. Um, if you can get in the right spot, uh, I had a guy tell me the other day he caught a bunch, and guys about 50 feet from him only caught a couple. Um, but uh, they've been uh, doing all right out there for uh, crappies. Uh, Fish Lake's been all right if you can find the crappies out there, too, and uh I've heard a little bit on uh, Boulder and Island for some walleyes, and uh, they've been doing okay. Spotty, though, like you said, yeah. hit and miss, you know. Um, I haven't heard anything about Pike Lake. Um, and then the lakes up north, you know, uh, guys coming through, going to Lake of the Woods, there's quite a few of those right now, and that's uh, doing okay. A lot of little ones. Um, mm -hmm. Red Lake's been good. Um, that you know, lake, yeah, that lake scares me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so big. Yep, yep. It's a, it's a different lake. Now she's, uh, from what I understand, it's all tightened up pretty good. good. And uh, good. they got some decent uh, travel out there, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, fishing in general, like you say, it's been hit and miss. But uh, some guys are having some good success. Um, we're selling a lot of bait. There's a lot of people getting on. I mean, these temperatures have been really nice for fishing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not much wind. I had a guy come in the other day. He says, I don't even think I'm going to set the house up today. He goes, I'm going to just fish outside. It's so nice. Hmm. So, you know, if you can get out and enjoy it, uh, even if you don't 
do that good, it's still nice to be out on the water and, uh, you know, wet in a line. Uh, ice castle for me, please. <laughs> With TV yeah. so I can watch the Vikings game. There you go. There you go. Yep. And I'll tell you, Rick, we got some excellent sales going on. Um, I've, I've kind of gotten cleaned out on the bigger houses, but I've got uh, some smaller ones left. Uh, but we've got everything ice fishing on sale. And, I mean, when I say on sale, I mean there's some great deals on augers and, you know, everything, too. The sleds have been going out the door pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, but we're doing doing good. we got a big, uh, like I say, a big sale going on. So, you know, if anyone's looking for anything, come on up and check it out. And uh, this is Minnesota's Fish for Free with kids this weekend, uh, <clears throat> tomorrow and Sunday. There you go, and that's a good time to get them out. It looks like the weather's going to be favorable, mm-hmm. so uh, it'll be a good uh, good deal to get them out there and, and get them, uh, you know, kind of see what they think of ice fishing. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. It is, and you gotta, um, you know, you gotta bring people out when it's decent, right? Yeah. You don't want to bring them out when it's twenty below and yeah. a thirty mile an hour wind. Yeah, yeah. Then they'll never do it again unless you got an ice castle. But, you know, we're talking about a three-day weekend, so today through Sunday, um, 15 and under can fish for free if mom and dad, mom or dad, has their license. And uh, if you need more, you can tap into the Minnesota DNR website, and they'll give you some tips. So um, if you were going to do a lake, let's say, well, Island Lake, because it's right there, um, how deep would you go? Well, if I was going after crappies, I would look for that twenty-five to, you know, twenty to thirty feet of water. Oh, really? And, uh, wow. Yeah, that's where I usually uh, find those crappies in those holes a lot, and uh, we do pretty well there. Um, but I I drill a lot of holes, and we move around a lot. Yeah. Um, we don't sit in one spot. I I very rarely ever fish with a house. Um, we drill a lot of holes. We move around, and we 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 just try and stay on top of them. Um, now, guys that have the pan optics would tell you, well, you just put that down there, and you don't need to move around. <laughs> you can just keep finding them. But uh, I don't have one of those, so um, I just move around, and uh, we drill a lot of holes and just keep finding them. Um, if I was going to go after walleyes, I'd probably be somewhere in that you know 8 to 12 feet range. Uh, you could even go down possibly a little shallower, but I would probably be in that 8 to 12 foot range. Um, you know, find a little structure on the edges of that or something. Hey, this this pan optics. <clears throat> uh, this is it. Kind of came in this fall it, to me, anyway. My knowledge would that be good to have in a boat in the summertime? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yep. You can uh, like <laughs> bass guys and stuff. You know, they put them on there. They put it on the side there on the thing, and they yeah. just go slow down the side, and you you can fan that thing around, and you can see those bass sitting under those docks and trees and things like that up on the shorelines. Um, the technology is crazy, oh. um, you know, and, and Lawrence has their uh, live system, too, you know, yeah. and, and Hummingbird's got theirs, you know, and they're all, it, it's amazing what uh, what what it looks like, and uh, they're, they're making that technology better every day, too, so um, it's pretty crazy. It's a game changer, <clears throat> and I've said, I've mentioned this little story here before, but uh, back in the early 70s when Mr. Lawrence came up with his his first green box. Yeah. Um, Minnesota DNR was worried that anglers could clear out a lake like that. So what they did, they did a test. I think they used the Linder uh, Guide Service out of uh, Nisswa, Nisswa Guides. They yep. had uh, some guys in one boat with 
the electronic box, another boat without, and then the next day they switched around. And uh, the funny thing was there wasn't much difference between the two with or without. Right. If you if if you if you know how to fish and you're you're a good fisherman and you've been you know educating yourself throughout the years and yep. remembering what you do yep. um, to get those fish, uh, you can you know we've proven that you can get fish without uh, locators. Oh and sure, stuff. sure. Um, and so you just gotta your, your memory's gotta hold that stuff right when you oh this is what we did and we yeah. did good there. Well, store that you know and then you can use that for later reference and. Uh, catch some fish so yeah it's it's it is a game changer um i don't know what's going to happen other than i i think they're going to end up probably lowering the limits on a lot of lakes oh i'd Um, be okay with that sure yeah i think that's what will happen to conserve what we do have right so we don't uh get a fishery that's just totally depleted Mm -hmm. um and and you know what we we've got to do something there to keep uh keep some fish around so people got something to go for i did not keep one fish this summer well wait a minute uh in october at our cast and blast we kept some for meals but uh around here i let them all go down sure yep and that's you know what that's a great thing and i think people should also uh you know figure out a slot system for themselves even mm-hmm. if the lake yeah. doesn't have a slot system yeah just figure it out and uh you know, the bigger fish generally aren't the better eaters anyway. Um, like when I fish crappies, I like the 12 to 10 inch crappies better than I do a 13, 14, 15 inch crappie to eat. Yeah. Um, you know, they just taste better and they're, they're a little thinner. Um, so, yeah, people should just start looking at that. Uh, you know, but there's always that too. I'm not against people keeping a fish to put on the wall or whatever they want to do. Um, but just, uh, you know, we got to preserve a little bit of what we got. Hey, we got a minute or so left. Uh, some good deals at uh, Fisher Fisherman's yeah. Corner. Yeah, go. all the all electronics are fifteen percent off. I got, um, you know, fifty dollars off heaters and boots, and I got uh, all the ice tents are on sale. Rods, reels, uh, chisels, all that stuff is thirty percent off. Um, ice clothing forty percent off. I got some other jackets, some blackfish stuff. Um, Everything's on sale. Long underwear, boots, gloves, hats. It's all on sale. Come on up and check us out. Um, we got a great selection, so we'll uh, hope to see you. Very good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank good, you. Have a good day. Good job. Matt King at Fisherman's Corner or King's Outdoor Adventure. We didn't get a chance to talk with Jay at Superior Guns and Ammo. Mm-hmm. They are just busier than a bee over there. <laughs> So we apologize, but you can stop in and talk to him and say, you stop in and you say, I was listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're good people. I know they get busy, and they, they take guns on consignment. You can get new. You can look at some nice used uh, guns and pistols and whatnot, or bring the one you've got that you don't need mm-hmm. and bring it in, and they'll give you a, what do they call that, a assessment? Sure. Sounds good. A price? Yeah. Whatever. And they've got ammo, too, so you'll like them. Good people. Well, that's a wrap here, Mr. Strandberg. Yes, sir. Where are you headed this weekend? Uh, home to the lounge chair. Um, your Are's, Packers aren't playing. Yeah, I know, but uh, I'll find something to do to watch. <laughs> By the way, that was a heck of a game with Detroit. Yeah, right, sure. Mm-hmm. 
They well, just needed to win it, that's all, and they couldn't. Hey, did Rogers actually hang up his spikes? No. No, he'll make that decision at some point in the future. I've read a couple of stories that said he's, he's yeah. a done deal. Yeah, could be. Then again, we thought that last year, too, when he came back. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having him on a certain team down in Minneapolis. <laughs> Got a Best of Bruce Siski show coming up right Thank after you. news. Superior at Midwest Communication Station.